Okay. We ready? Uh, Are you ready? <laughs> We're going live in three, two, one. Hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the chat, the chat room. room. This week, I'm. Sorry, oh, good. You good? <laughs> I am your host, Tia Rulianto. and I am also your host, Dylan Such. And today we have special guest, Mr. Zakele Grabowski. Say yeah. hi, Zach. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What is up? How are you right. guys coping with this COVID nineteen? Um, it's been stressful. I'm tired of being at home. Hmm. Me as well. How about you, Dylan? It's it's actually been going pretty well for me. I've had a chance to work on my tap dancing a lot, so that's yeah. been going well. I mean, it's it's a little a little annoying to be staying inside, but at least we don't yeah. have it as bad as some people. Yeah. Right. That's true. I mean, some some places are opening up really mm-hmm. nicely, yeah. and we'll we'll all get we'll all get there in the in the soon future. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. It's just kind of weird though because I feel like people are opening up, but the numbers are still going up too. Like it hasn't. Oh yeah, the reason the numbers are going up is because people are going out. Yeah, right. The only. Yeah. And some people just they don't decide to wear their mask, Uh but you definitely should wear your mask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not much about like if you know you're immune. It's not much about like yourself. It's Mm -hmm. about like if you know someone that you may be seeing and you don't know enough about them about mm-hmm. their health maybe you can pass it on to them and they can mm-hmm. right yeah that's just the way it spreads and yeah. it's not good no it's not yeah yep yep mm-hmm. yo <laughs> so from what we know about Zach, <laughs> he is one of our friends that goes to the North Carolina Youth Tap Ensemble. Insight. 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 <laughs> and he is, he's a phenomenal tap dancer and also a phenomenal, I hope I don't B-boy. B-boy break dancer. Yeah, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm, definitely. So He is B-boy Swazi up yeah. in here. It's the man. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> Because when did you when did you start like when did I start? I started b-boy. I started when I uh first moved to America. Hmm. I had a lot of energy, (laughs) and like I just moved here, so I didn't have a lot of friends and stuff. So my mom uh took me to a breaking class because she thought that would fit me perfectly with all my movement and stuff. So we did that, and ever since that day, I've been. I kept doing it, and I really enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah. What's your um? When did you start tap dancing? When I started tap dancing, yeah. uh, I think when I was either nine or ten. Nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. My first first time seeing anyone tap was Jabu. Jabu was the one. Oh. Jabu was the one who started. Um, um, started me on tapping. Yeah, I knew, I knew Jabu way before I even knew he he tapped. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I was cool. going to his uh his mom's camp, clapping hands farm. Hmm. Yeah. What is that? I've never heard of it. Um, it's like um they live in Pittsburgh, 
mm-hmm. and they have like a huge field where they um where they do their camps and stuff. It's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Silence. Silence. <laughs> um, let's see. What What is your story? What What is the story? The life of Zach. What do you want to tell us about you? What do I want to tell my? Okay. Um. Mm. Right now, I'm not that interesting because <laughs> nothing's really going on right now. But before, I was um going to all these these breaking competitions before um all around the country and stuff mm-hmm. and um and I went to the USA breaking that forms to well that um USA breaking is a competition where that um determines who's going to go to the 2024 Olympics oh wow yeah and I made top five or wow. six, I think. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, what does that mean going on from here? Um, they do little um competitions along the way to see who else wants to join. Because mm-hmm. they were supposed to have other ones, like for example, um. There's one in Miami for all the people down south. Okay. Uh, but I went to the one in Maryland for all the people up north. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's pick up where we left off. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Tia, what we were saying before you got cut off is um, Zach was asking about <laughs> the Chicago dispute with tap dancers. So I was asking if you might want to explain that for our viewers that don't know what that is. All right. So, well, first of all, Chicago is a tap festival that Insight has been going to for the past, I'm not sure how many years. Both me and Zach have been going for the past two years, and Dylan just went for his first time last year. Unfortunately, during this whole COVID-19 and the Black Lives Matter movement, there was a lot of information about the whole festival and its director that was exposed. And a lot of dance teachers are not 100% happy with the work that they've been doing over there. Mm-hmm. And so this year, unfortunately, they were going to have small classes or online classes, but they canceled saying it was due to coronavirus. Yep. Yeah. So and Dylan, a lot tell of, us. Oh, sorry, good. Oh no, you're good. Go on ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say a lot of um, tap dancers have cut ties with the Chicago Human Rhythm Project as well. So I, Zach was saying we should just talk about it and see what everyone's opinions are. So what were you gonna say to you? Uh no, I was just gonna say, ask for your opinion actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you thought of it last year? Yeah. Um. I. I mean, from my perspective, I really enjoyed the festival. It was. It was really nice to to get to experience um, some classes and some pieces to learn with not only our group, the North Carolina Youth Tap Ensemble, but also with other groups that showed up. And it was kind of a nice way to build community and tap dance and have a great time. Right. Yeah. 
So the time, the first time that me and... Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Um, so the first time that me and Zach went, it was a completely different format to the time that you mm. went. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yes. So the first time we went, it was a bunch of different teachers. Mm-hmm. And there was um, an African drumming class in the morning and then like Ooh. an African uh, dance class and later in the afternoon, That's along cool. with a bunch of tap stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we learned a bunch of chants, and then we learned um, how to use the djembe drum, which was really, really cool and really entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was very different this year compared to the year before. This year was, in my opinion, I don't know about you guys, but in my opinion, I thought it was, like, I thought this year was fantastic. Oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. I really <laughs> loved... Um, the teacher that we had there, shout out to Mr. Danny Borak. Danny Borak. Oh, and, and his um, like assistant, assistant person? Partner? Friend? Partner. Killian? We'll say partner for now. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Killian. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. They did a fantastic do- job. They're mm. from across the country. Not crunchy, but like across the oceans. Oh, gosh, I, I always forget. It's either Sweden or Switzerland. <laughs> It's one of the two. One of those two. And Sweden. Somebody oh, wait. Switzerland. Sweden. It's Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Because whenever there's somebody that's from either of those two places, I always get it mixed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I got yeah, mixed up, too. But, yeah. So, they taught us a fun dance mm-hmm. that we're still using today in Insight, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sound of color. Sound of sound and color. And then... Oh, sound and color. This whole time, I thought it was sound of color. What? Oh, really? <laughs> At first, yeah. I thought it was sound in color, and then I thought it was sound of color, but it's <laughs> sound and color. <laughs> Nobody yeah. even knows. No one knows, but it's a great dance. It, it is. is. And then what else did we do? Oh, we had, um, oh, there was the music thing. So uh-huh. they gave us, like, the music sheets. Oh, yeah. And they um, yeah, with put the, choreography. With the yes, we mm. had the tubes, and then we got to play specific notes based off what we had on a music sheet which is nice. And then we had a body percussion piece, mm. which is really entertaining. And I learned how to do this. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it well. There it is. There it is. That was really exciting. Mm-hmm. But mm. I never interacted <laughs> with the um, director mm. that much. I just knew like of him and yeah. I saw him. I definitely met him while I was there. Like, we, we shook hands and everything, but I didn't have too big of a relationship with him. Right. Just kind of surface-level meeting and nice to meet you and right that sort of thing. Yeah. What about you, Zach? I don't think I've ever seen him before. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably there, but he just doesn't have the same presence of, mm. like, being the director. He just looks like a parent or another dance teacher that's was, over there. He was in our final little concert thing that we did. Yeah. Um, so he came to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Was he the one in the left corner? And he was saying a whole bunch of stuff? I don't, I don't... think so. I think he was, like, in the center. Yeah, I thought he was in the middle. Because <laughs> oh. I remember um, someone else saying that they were dancing right in front of him. And I was like, oh, oh. have fun. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. How do you guys feel about all the stuff that's been happening in the world? Hmm depressing i'm staying at home i'm never leaving this house again (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 
It's a time we're having. Yeah. Quite a time. Time is the last. Yeah, I said this in the last episode too, but I, it's it's terrible what is going on, but I think some good things are going to come out of it. Like mm-hmm. I think we're starting to head in the right direction. Gotta yeah. go through a rough patch in life to get to the light. Yeah, with this with this whole thing with the writing and stuff, um, either this can go really well, mm. or this can just flip all the way upside down and go horribly yeah. wrong. Right. Because what they're doing, you know, it's like really pissing off the government, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it can either they can either back down or mm-hmm. go full force and mm-hmm. like just ruin America. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Everyone has to kind of be careful and cautious about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About what they do. Yeah. Like, um, it's just a progressive time for us. Like 2020, it's been a lot with all the natural stuff that's happening, and then society is the way it is right now. But yeah. if people keep educating themselves mm. on the different topics, the various topics, I feel like mm. we could definitely be taking a lot of steps forward from here. But people have to acknowledge what happened in the past, how not to repeat it, and, and how to happened. really, yeah, how to really move forward from that. Move forward, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's a good book that I want to read that I don't have yet. I, th- I think it's called How to Be an Anti-Racist. Mm, I've, heard, heard, I've heard of that. I haven't yeah, read it myself. I was but... just reading the um, like the back of the book or the little description that comes with it, and it sounded really interesting to me. So I'm hoping mm. to get that one. Do you remember what the back of the book said? You know what? Let me look it up. <laughs> We're almost there. You guys can talk with this themselves. Sounds about right. So, Kelly, you want to talk about your music? Absolutely. What what music? What, what, what are we talking about? I saw you. You sent me Snapchats before of you editing some music. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I was you producing? It. Am I producing? Yeah. Yes. Kind are you going to be a SoundCloud rapper? Sound- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. You know, I might later on. My voice is a little weird now. But, Dro- but do I, some I, freestyle. I <laughs> Drop some beats or bars. Oh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid that can't happen right now. Oh, what a shame. What soon a shame. though. Soon though. But, but soon tell, though. tell about the music. <laughs> tell oh, about your music. music. I will sample music and I will mm. edit it. Mm. Um, I will either speed it up at, and add um, percussions to it mm-hmm. and, or slow it down depending on its tempo and stuff. Right. I'll, um, I'll cut out pieces that I don't want, put in pieces that I do. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, basically what I do is a whole lot of editing. I nice. do some of my own stuff with like my guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Do you, ever do you add- know? Oh, um, oh no, you're good. Uh, do you know how to play drums? Play the drums. Um, yeah. back before Insight, I mm-hmm. used to um play djembe drums. Oh, uh, very on nice. That, on that Saturday, so yeah. Oh, cool. Very nice. Very nice. I was going to say, do you ever uh, use tap dancing? Do I ever use tap dancing? Um, yeah. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I think it would be cool if I if I did in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With what I'm doing now, um, I can't really... I haven't found out a way that I can 
do like the audio from the computer and the audio from from um outside the computer. So I'm sure uh, trying mm-hmm. to figure that out. Yeah. Once you, you do, I bet it's gonna be fire. Yes. Fire rider. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, software do you use? Because I've been trying to work a little bit myself on music production, but not a lot of it has turned out the way that I wanted to. Um. GarageBand, but I use like an yeah. actual um, Mac. A lot of people use like, like um, iPads and stuff. Yeah, that, that's what I that, do. that that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's not really getting me the results that I want. Like it, it's okay on a basic level for me to learn some stuff, but yeah, 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 yeah. GarageBand on a computer, like on an actual like, like Mac or or mm-hmm. PC, that. Is it even on PC? I, I don't even know. But I'm I use a Mac, and um, it's like the more professional level than mm-hmm. on obviously a iPad. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that's why I use. Okay. Dylan, did you find the back I of that book? Did. Yes. All right, I will read it to you. So Let us hear. How to be an anti-racist by. Ibram X. Kendi. And the back says, Anti-racism is a transformative concept that reorients and re-energizes the conversation about racism. And even more fundamentally, points us towards liberating new ways of thinking about ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. At its core, racism is a powerful system that creates false hierarchies of human value. Its warped logic extends beyond race from the way we regard people of different ethnicities or skin colors to the way that we treat people of different sexes, genders, identities, and body types. Racism intersects with class and culture and geography and even changes the way we see and value ourselves. In How to Be an Anti-Racist, Kendi takes readers through a widening circle of anti-racist ideas, from the most basic concepts to visionary possibilities. That will help readers see all forms of racism clearly understand their poisonous consequences and work to oppose them in our systems and in ourselves. Ooh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. I might have to get myself a copy of that then. Mm-hmm. I was gonna get it just on my phone. Like on mm. the, the iBooks or Kindle app or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Cool. Have you read any books though? Like relating to the Black Lives Matter topic and everything else? Either of you? Oh, um, I haven't yet. And I, I've been doing like a small bit of research and I, I feel kind of bad because I haven't, I feel like I haven't done enough, but I want to. And I mean, the fact that you're trying, I think shows that you yeah. are in support and like the more get, you get to learn, the better it is. But mm-hmm. just, like, trying enough and, like, trying to find out more about it, educating yourself about mm-hmm. it, it already is doing so much more than what yeah. people might have ex- expected. And yo, I'm thankful- here's, Sorry. yo, here's my thing. If you support it, like, from the beginning, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be nice if you did educate on some things that you don't know about that history. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we do have, like, the main idea um, right. That they don't really teach, focus mm-hmm. on that much in school. That yeah. maybe like your parents or someone else may just tell you. Um, but but we have the main idea, and if you understand at least that main idea, mm-hmm. and 
and understand it and support it, I for me that's good enough. Then again, I'm not I'm not um like really American and that's not like my history. I'm African. Mm-hmm. The colonizers didn't come to where I was or they did, but they didn't like take over and and right. So I don't have that same kind of anger and aggression as mm-hmm. like the other people that mm-hmm. that were brought over. Yeah. Right. And stuff. And a lot of that, in my opinion, a lot of that anger is like a lot of the people that were that was brought over, mm-hmm. they don't um they don't necessarily know. They don't have they feel they don't have like a place where they necessarily like belong to. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everywhere that um, the places that they were brought from, they weren't necessarily like tracked over the years. So they don't know like the different countries they were from. The languages weren't passed down and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that that um, that um, that loss is is like a bunch of the anger that we see today. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But you, being a person of color, do you feel like the effects of what some people are saying they felt in the past? What? Sorry, what? Say that one more time. Like, being a person of color, um, do you feel like the same effects that a lot of other people are having? Like, um, just kind of, I don't know how to word this. Are you still feeling kind of the pain that other people are feeling? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Um who were born here? Yeah. Um not necess in my opinion, not necessarily. Um one, I'm not from here, so mm-hmm. it's not like the same history. Mm-hmm. And two, my parents aren't black and I have a lot more opportunities than some a bunch of the other kids. Right. So So um I'm not so I'd say no, I don't. Okay. Mm. Um, the racial inequality I haven't experienced because I live in a very much hippie part of mm. North Carolina where everyone is looked at very equal, yeah. and there's just no problems down here. But well, I think good. I think yeah. later mm-hmm. in life uh, I'll run into like those 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 um. Not very friendly, friendly mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, with people not knowing that where I'm from, how educated I am. Yeah, and yeah. So you were born and raised in Africa for a little bit, and then you moved here. When when were you? Well, I'll um, say, I wouldn't necessarily say. My mindset is at this point. My mindset is American. Mm. But, but I was, I was born and partly raised in, in Africa. I don't remember really any of those like, like teachings and stuff. But I do remember like the languages and and stuff like that. When did you move here? Yeah, to America. When I was six or seven years old. Yeah. Ah. Do you remember anything from being in Africa? Yeah. Um hmm. It was more 
it's more like community. Like mm. people look at it and say, "Oh, like they're so poor." Oh my god. Yeah. But but a lot of the stuff that we have here is just not necessary. Not necessary. What's that word? Not necessary to have it. Mm-hmm. Like over there, like a lot of people here think they're just poor and and they're they're living in huts and and yeah like first of all those are villages there were villages before the the um the colonizers came so it's not like they had anything necessarily taken away from them mm-hmm. but they're well like half the people on the on the um continent and and a whole bunch of their um stuff like gold and and trees and stuff like that basically coming in and in in northern africa mostly um western africa northern western um ruining but pretty much um until recently like 100 years ago recently or 200 years ago recently yeah mm-hmm. um southern africa wasn't really touched oh okay so yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah it's interesting just to hear about um or I think I find it cool that it's it's not really the fact that they're they're not or that they're poor. It's just that they're living off what they need and yeah, what's respected by the land. In Western Africa, that being poor is actually like a huge problem because oh. up there they were actually getting stuff like taken away from there. But in Southern Africa, um not that much i mean they still have all of their all of their um pretty much all of their things well Mm -hmm. where where i'm from it's monarchy so there's actually a king that's cool yeah so so yeah the the people coming in would have to ask the king to use the the resources this this stuff and and so they kind of in Earlier times, they had a little more power, but now they don't have any power from where I'm from. The rest of the world doesn't really have any power. Mm. But um, other parts of Africa, it's almost very much controlled by other countries. Or, or well, I won't say that because there are um, like African presidents in the other countries, but... Mm-hmm. It's right. very much um, assisted. Is that even a word? Assisted. Yeah. yeah. By by other countries. So yeah. Ah. Okay. I'd say. Yeah. No, I find that so interesting though, because I don't I don't know much about the history of Africa or even really the current state of Africa. Yeah. So to be cool. honest, I I didn't even. A lot yeah. of the people living there don't even like necessarily know well i mean obviously they know their history but it's not like the culture is more important than well i guess culture and history are almost the same thing right but they don't really study 
Like, they didn't go look into the detail as much in history. Yeah, because, well, in, at least in Southern Africa, because there, no, there was no really, like, conflict that much. Uh, okay. Other than other than tribes, there wasn't, like, that much conflict down there. There mm-hmm. wasn't no, like, static, like, mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Really glad you shared <laughs> that information. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. I was just going to say a little bit ago when you are talking about how you live in a, a good place in North Carolina where everyone's really respected. It's, it's nice to know that there are places in America and in the world that that people do see each other, um, like that everyone respects respects each other the way they should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, I do realize that there are, it's obviously not enough, but it's it's still good to know that there are places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that it, we are making a difference. Mm-hmm. People, like not people. everything is as bad as it seems. I mean, it definitely could be improved in some mm-hmm. places more than others, but there are some places that are taking the steps forward and are yeah really just being more progressive. Yeah. 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 Well, then again, I live right next to UNC, which is a very young college place. So right. most of the people there have young perspectives. Like, like I'm just gonna go do whatever I want. Everyone's everyone should should be respected, and and a lot of like rebellious ideas against mom and dad, who mm-hmm. who um a lot of the the people who go to UNC are, I'd say a lot of them are wealthy students, mm-hmm. or at least very middle class. Right. So a lot of them are, I'd say, rebellious against their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little more independent. Yeah, independent. And so I'd say they try to um, separate themselves from their parents as much as they can, introducing mm-hmm. them to new ideas about keeping them keeping an open mind Mm -hmm. yeah basically yeah that's really good that's really nice like the younger generations are a lot more open-minded i think than some of the older ones and they're more willing to educate themselves and see that some things in their life are actually flawed yeah it's it gets me excited to know that there's there is a generation of people that are breaking boundaries and changing ideas and changing Mm-hmm. what the, the normal standards well I guess, I guess standards but opinions are right and it's it's nice to know that that there's a bright future ahead of yes. us and that we are all a part of that <laughs> exactly yeah all right um let's see what else what else do we want to talk about today mm-hmm. zach is there anything else you want to talk about um well since we talked about history i'm just curious about um Atia, since you're also not um not um since you're also not um like on the Republican side, mm-hmm. where where do you stand in this? Like I know Yeah, so um well, I guess I should be a- asking like both of you guys. I know both of you guys um are very much with like the Black Lives Matter movement and and mm-hmm. 
and like open minds but like where do you where do you guys like really stand in like like um like honest opinions mm-hmm. yeah um i'll go first i guess go so i'm really glad about everything that's happening like people are using their voices using their platforms to share everyone's stories to um show some of the injustice that there is and like on instagram there's a lot of people who have been making posts doing the research about the basic level stuff Mm -hmm. of some of those terms and slogans and the peaceful protest like it's definitely a good idea and um i think some of the more looting stuff has started to um not be as aggressive and people are actually being a lot more peaceful about it Mm-hmm. ever since um the arrest of george floyd's killers yeah can i just say something though about the looting mm-hmm. um the looting i think in my opinion at least in my opinion it takes the government to repair all those all those buildings right mm-hmm. and so if you if you take all of the things from the government the government has to keep its money right yeah and so if you take all the things from, like, if you burn all the things, and obviously people are going to get angry, but if you take and burn all the things that um, the government profits from, mm-hmm. yeah, like then they would have to pay for it all again. And then they'd see their, their, um, God, what's it, what's it called? Flaws, issues, and like yeah. they're more serious about this. Mm. Like they're, I'll just say it, their money like dropping, mm. <laughs> and yeah, they'll have to have some assistance from the U, from the people of the U.S. to get it back up. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. for Basically. us to want to help them again. Mm-hmm. They would have to do us a few favors, right? But this is just this is just um my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I completely First, agree. Like like mm-hmm. taking obviously taking people we don't want in power out of power, mm-hmm. and um giving people more of a voice, upper opportunities, a voice. Yeah. And I know a whole bunch of people aren't going to be happy about this, right? Yeah. And are gonna fight against this, but at least we know the majority of the people in this country are actually trying to do something. Right, mm-hmm. like all fifty states had protests in support of yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement, which is great. It's like one of the things that really united us, mm-hmm. even though some people are there are not as big on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to show that like most of us are trying to show their support for Black Lives Matter. That's really good for our society yeah but um oh what was i gonna say just just ask just asking have you and then you can go back to yeah sorry for interrupting so much oh no you're good have you guys been to the black lives matter like um the protests yeah i personally have not um either you did or you didn't i didn't ah i have not either because It's also the time of COVID nineteen, and like yeah, you yeah. want to show support, but at the same time, yeah, that's, you want to yeah. be aware of your own I almost physical feel bad, health. Though. 
for not going like because these people are going in and they're in sort of the same position as us because i feel like a lot of people have become equal in the way that we're all stuck in quarantine and we're all exposed to this virus or mm-hmm. we can be exposed to it so i, I almost feel bad for not going mm-hmm. because there are people out there going anyways in like not not saying not caring about the virus but understanding that this is important and this needs to be protested right yeah i so a couple of my friends actually two of my friends they both had like little fundraiser things mm-hmm. one of my friends had a little bake sale to show oh. their support and had 100% of the money given to them donated to a bunch of black lives matter um mm-hmm. organizations and groups like to bail funds um the ACLU i think that's what it is yeah mm-hmm. And a bunch of those companies, they've donated the money there. And I feel like, because I don't personally donate, like, to those companies online. Because mm-hmm. you never know when someone might, like, accidentally um, hop onto an account. Or not accidentally, but, like, try to hop on an account, hack the information mm-hmm. from credit cards and stuff. So I feel like them doing it is really nice for them. And as for um, people who want to short show the support as well but are in a situation where they can't have as much opportunity to do so yeah um speaking of that though there's a cool thing that i found it's an entire youtube playlist that's like completely filled up with ads and Mm -hmm. videos that have ads on them and all the ads um support the black lives matter right like they they send money to institutions and things that need money or should that are helping support the Black Lives Matter movement. So I'm going to see if I can find it really quick because it's basically what I did is I just turned on my computer, turned the volume all the way down and left it running. And mm-hmm. then you're basically paying without paying, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's still a way to support and give money. Right. Because mm. some people can't actually like donate some stuff. They don't yeah. have the right mm-hmm. resources and whatnot. I can put a link in the description of this podcast. Yeah. Also, going back um a little bit to the looting thing, mm-hmm. a lot of the ways like some stuff now are put into place was because people were rioting and protesting very loudly and aggressively. Mm-hmm. Like um, for right now it's June, which most people should know it's Pride Month right now, yeah. and um, it all started I think nineteen twenty something. Oh yeah. Or no. It was 1969, I think, or something like that. But um, there was a bunch of police riots would go into gay, assumed gay bars mm-hmm. and would just start pulling out people and physically hurt, beating them, hurting them, a bunch of stuff like that. And so people started protesting against that with riots that lasted for like, oh, I don't remember how long it lasted. It was like a week or so. Mm-hmm. But then the very next year, during June, people started a parade to protest against the um, oppression against LGBTQ rights. Mm-hmm. Is this the Stonewall? Yes, that was Stonewall. Because I've heard, I've seen, like, you post on your story, on your Instagram mm-hmm. story, and I've seen a few other posts about it, but I didn't really know what it was or what it was about, so thank you. Yeah, so that was the whole situation with that. It's, <laughs> I don't think it's taught that much in mm-hmm. um, schools, like... That kind of upsets me. Yeah, a lot of stuff about the oppression that a bunch of different groups face are not taught, mostly mm-hmm. because sometimes the American 
um, school system doesn't want to see, like, the negative stuff. Like, how much do you really learn about the Native Americans and mm-hmm. what issues they faced? Like, like how much we took away from them? And like, was, I mean, he, him and his people murdered a ton of Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it does upset me a little bit that the American school system, or at least where I am, doesn't teach the the things that it should be teaching. I mean, like right. I saw a post on Instagram somewhere, and it was it was saying like it, they teach about racism and they teach about the history of racism, but they don't teach about it currently. And mm-hmm. it basically gives us this false sense of of comfort because it's saying this saying is like we were bad. better, we're better now. Mm-hmm. Like things have gotten better, but people are still facing trouble and still facing racist views and racist actions and like it's still happening today which is the problem right and they don't teach that in school which i feel like as with the black lives matter movement or the the protests that have been happening i think this that's brought the attention to me is that holy crap this is still happening today Mm -hmm. it's sad to know but i'm glad i know now because it it lets me be more of an activist about it right and some people really aren't aware of, like, the privileges that they have in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is another whole different issue. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not really different, but some people are just a lot luckier than others because of their skin color or because of where they were born, where they were raised, mm-hmm. what class they were born into. Like, all those different opportunities. Mm-hmm. It makes it hard for everyone to be equal. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of this has kind of hit me like hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> during mm-hmm. this movement because I being a white person I, I now realize that I do get more opportunities than some people and than people of color I guess and it, it's it's weird to accept that but it's it's also just something that I need to know happens and mm-hmm. accept it and let it go and or not let it go but make a difference about it yeah, make a difference and help in the difference that is being made right and that's good. Like, that's what a lot of people should be doing. Like, acknowledge their privilege. Realize it's not something that they can take away right now or, like, yeah. give to someone else. And mm-hmm. then learning about how they can help others who don't have that privilege. Yeah. Zach, are you still here with us? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. You got I'll anything to say? Um... You got anything else to say? Oh, yeah. Um obviously with everything going that is going on, um mm-hmm. what is your opinion on cuz I know um a few police um really nice people, but where do you guys stand with the police? Like are you in like, support of ACAB? Like that whole um. Wait, what did they have? Like, um, are you? What does it stand for? It stands for okay. There's two. There's the clean version, and then there's the not as clean version. <laughs> Wait, um, what? About what? A cab. All oh. all cops are. Um. Are we keeping this PG? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bad. All cops are bad is the nice one, and then okay. all cap cops <laughs> are be a bad word and it's not the female dog one. Oh, it's, wait. Well, 
I'm not even gonna get in this conversation, but I have no idea what the word that is. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm so basically, I want to find what out what this word means. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you... we can edit it out. <laughs> what is this word? It's um, all cops are. Oh, oh, not... <laughs> okay. I know that word. Never mind. It, well, it's kind of a bad word. It's less PG yeah. than bad. I, I can leave this in. I'll just bleep it out. <laughs> well, that's all... that's kind of like a blank statement because like, that's kind of like make making people who say that like really ignorant because like a bunch mm. of those probably did have like dads mm. see yeah. what i've learned about um a cab there's a bunch of different things about it but what most people who in are in support of a cab they see that the system is flawed and that not all cops are like necessarily bad people but they're mm-hmm. more so the system is bad and cops are the one who really trained are trained way. to, yeah, are trained yeah. to um, enforce what the system has. Like, because mm-hmm. the whole police force started in order to um, capture runaway slaves, I believe, or like something to do with that issue. So it's always been oh, really? flawed. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the system has always been flawed, always been a little bit racist. Um, yeah. Yeah. I and that's why people are also saying defund the police because the police have been getting lots and lots of money just to like they say to um protect and enforce the law, but you mean like recently? Um, I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but um, I know in the past they've been getting a lot of funds from the government in order to mm-hmm. enforce whatever they're doing. But then there's like teachers. Um, mm. Don't even get me started yeah. on that. <laughs> like, I feel like the educators should get a lot more than they should. I saw a post yeah. or an article somewhere saying how the um, officers and cops everywhere are like getting some. Oh, what is it? Oh, shoot. They're getting like some money in order for like serving their job during this time. But then. Mm-hmm. There's the teachers who aren't getting any extra um, payments. They're just They're not getting any compensation. No, that's the word compensation. Oh my god, I couldn't <laughs> think of the word. I don't think they're getting as much, at least. That it's, they have to go through so much more planning right. time and understand how a new system works, like with Google Classroom and with these apps that they're using, uh, along with like Zoom and things called like blue button or something i don't know these online conferences they have to figure stuff out and figure out how mm-hmm. to plan and make sure that students are still learning right. material and i i think the entire i think a few systems are broken i think the police one right like the, the, the system is broken because it's still mm-hmm. racist or as racist yeah laws, i guess um I, I think the money that's going towards the police should I don't know, really. I think the police system should be Oh, yeah. Changed there should definitely there should be, be some reforms in the police system that we have. Because mm-hmm. some people might say, like, oh, it's just a few bad apples. And, yes, those people are, like, the ones that you really see. But at the same time, yeah. this whole system allows them to do it and allows them to get, like, a few passes on the stuff that they've been doing. Yeah, like, it, it shouldn't be okay for you to... to someone or harm someone and then just be let off for a week and then come straight back onto the right. force. Like... And I've I read somewhere like 
a hairdresser gets more training than a police officer does, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of... It's a weird situation. It's an unfor- unfortunate situation. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't aren't police supposed to it wasn't it used to it used to be that police used to have like this almost the same kind of um kind of training as the the army. And mm. it, I look at a lot of the police and they are not fit. <laughs> and <laughs> I see they've been like that for a while. So they've kind of been slacking off with <laughs> all that training. Yeah. Your stereotypical donut thing. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. the movie. I feel so like I if... think now, now you, you can get, um, you can get even if you do get a lot of training. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. if you are wealthy, you can get in there. Um. Anyways. Right. Because it looks as if like you need to have that much education or yeah you don't need that much education or or mm-hmm. need to be fit for the job it seems right uh, so yeah it, it seems like kind of free or not as restricted mm-hmm. as it should be and if they were if what they were doing was actually like more beneficial to people people wouldn't be um rioting or protesting mm-hmm. like this like you don't feel hear people mm-hmm. Um, saying doctors mess up because if you if you're a doctor and you mess up, oh boy, your job is gone. Or like a firefighter, like they're funded by the government too, but they're actually they're doing more beneficial things, and it's not a sort of racist um, system. Actually, now that you say that, that that like, how does that make any sense? If a doctor messes up and kills a patient and they're fired, how is that any different from a cop killing? Uh, it someone, but <laughs> you're <Wait>. supposed to be <laughs> doctors get fired if they don't. Actually, I don't know. If I don't, that they is don't true. get fired, but there's like um, what's it called? They have to take some sort of um, waiver thing or something. That's like a whole extra payment or certificate that they need in order to say like if yeah. they mess up, something happens. I'm not entirely sure, but I remember seeing something about that yeah but yeah well that's kind of unfair for doctors because what if there's like nothing you can do about it yeah yeah that's true i mean i I feel like the american health system is kind of messed up all americans are flawed because (laughs) america is no um just because it's it's for profit Mm -hmm. and it's more about I mean, it's good that people are making money off of it, but it's also bad. You have to pay to get that health. Yeah, pay to get. And like, like if you if you if you crash and you're rushed to the ER, you do realize after Mm -hmm. you don't go out, you don't leave the. You have you don't. What am I saying? You. (laughs) Oh my god! You don't have. You don't leave. The hospital without paying them some right. thousand dollars, or you can, yeah. but you have to pay mm-hmm. them some thousand dollars mm-hmm. for them saving your yeah. life. I think yeah. that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the ambulance yeah. that, that, itself. If, if I'm already in, in debt, what? Why not just like kill me? What's What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. well, I mean, not that extreme, but 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I... Mm. I look at that, and I won't necessarily have that problem because my, well, obviously my parents are, um, kind of, well, very middle class mm-hmm. and don't mm-hmm. have any trouble with money, right, and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I'll I definitely as a black kid have like a head start in, right in life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like sometimes when I when I say these things like that the the health system is flawed because poor people can't pay money when they get into a car crash mm-hmm. or something. But and then I, I sometimes I feel like I just say these things, but I really need to be doing right. more about it. But it's hard to know what to do. And right now we're like we're still young. Like Dylan, you're still fifteen. Yeah. Um, Zach just turned fourteen. <laughs> Happy belated Happy birthday, birthday, Zach! Thank you. Um, and I'm I'm the oldest one here. I'm about to, I'm I was gonna say I was about to turn seventeen. I am seventeen. I'm gonna be an adult <laughs> soon. So I'm gonna be thrown into this world, and mm. I, yeah. We gotta have a oh, episode yeah. about that. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a whole exciting thing. Like halfway through your 18th, 18th birthday, or your year being an eighteen year Adulting. old. Adulting, but yeah, a lot of people my age, <laughs> I feel like they want more change. Like I've seen a lot of um, juniors and uh, well, uh, juniors going to seniors. No, I guess we are seniors now. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of those people are like a lot more vocal about everything that's going that's on. Good. Yeah. And so I feel like once we get to a full adulthood and like some of us might be getting jobs in the government or just like full on jobs somewhere, anywhere, mm-hmm. we can really start making a difference. Yeah. And what's good about that is the people, the younger generations mm-hmm. under you guys are learning and taking right. responsibilities from from you guys from who are older. So if you set the example as what what mm-hmm. it should be about um, things being anti-racist and everyone being equal and I don't know these these more new different uh, ideas, radical I, I think is the word. Okay, yeah, radical ideas. Thank you. <laughs> then it'll I rub off onto these younger yeah. people. But mm-hmm. I think that's good. All right. Do we have anything <laughs> else we want to talk about? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> because we're at 52 minutes mm. right now, and this is our second recording. Yeah, so that'll probably bring us about to an hour, unless you guys want to talk about anything I think else. this episode's really good, really nice. Dance and politics. <laughs> 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 yeah, this this was supposed to be talking about dance instead of talking about like the government and we literally started ranting about the government for for forty minutes straight. I mean, that's how it goes though. When you can you never be expecting what right. to expect. What I just say. No, always <laughs> expect the unexpected. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You can never be expected. What do expect? Don't expect the expected. Yeah. 
All right. So I guess starting to close off in well, three. Thank you. Yeah, oh. thank you so much. <laughs> I was so gonna funny. do a countdown for closing <laughs> off. <laughs> this is great. Okay, this is great. closing off in three, two, one. Dylan. Thank you. So thank you so much for that. Misnomer name now. Misnomer name. Missing up on you now. All right. That's not my name. Three, two, one. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Closing. Three, two, one. Thank you so much, Zach, for joining us this episode. We loved having you on Thank here. You. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. All right. So <laughs> anyone who's watching, hopefully you learned something today, either about politics or dance or anything about our society we have now. And if you want to hear mm-hmm. more from us, keep on listening and follow us on Instagram. Yeah, if you have questions for us or if you're okay with it, Zach, if you have questions for Zach, um, message us on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't know what our Instagram, Instagram is. We need to tell them. I got you. It is the chat room podcast. No spaces. Either all caps or no caps. It should come <laughs> up. <laughs> um, also, if you want to be in the podcast, DM us and let us know. We would love to have you on here. All right. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the chat room very much so follow me follow me on instagram at 919 underscore swazi s-w-a-z-i follow me please post really epic hip-hop stuff please i i beg you please (laughs) all right hope everyone listening has a good night a good morning a good afternoon or just a good day in general yes any closing words zach i I. I. Peace out, everyone.